Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download or code Just Gridiron in order to get that full deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I will be delivering you my favorite MLB best bet, my favorite MLB prop, as well as two props in the NFL and a pick for Monday Night Football, both in the Bills versus Titans game and the Eagles versus Vikings. Let's get straight into it because we've just been doing very very well we had a solid week last week in the MLB going five and four which was good for 0.96 units and in the NFL we went four and two on our best bets we went two and two during the uh, 1 p.m and the 4 p.m games but for Sunday night football I gave out the under as well as Packers and both of those hit so we went four and two which brings our NFL record to 15 and four winning at close to an 80% rate. We have been great in the NFL so far, but baseball is my bread and butter, so let's start with that one, and then we will get to the football picks. September in baseball has been strong so far, and we are close to the highest total of units we've been at all year. My goal is to get to 40. Right now, we're at 36.04, but it doesn't have to all be in one day. Like I said, I have one pick for you, and you may be wondering why I'm not on the Sunday night baseball system. That system is fading the offense off Sunday night baseball, and it's been very profitable for us. But there wasn't much travel for the Dodgers, and they are too good to even fit in this. They've also crushed Merrill Kelly multiple times, so I'm not about to fade them. And then the Giants and Rockies game has me very confused. Chad Cool has been the ultimate fade for me, and he pitches for the Rockies today, and he's been crushed by the Giants on multiple occasions. I would lean towards the under, but the weather looks great in Colorado. It's just a tough one, so I'm staying away. So our regular season record is now 207-172, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 36.04 units. The first game, Minnesota Twins versus the Cleveland Guardians at 1, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Sonny Gray, a righty for the Twins, who's 8-4 with a 2.83 ERA and a 1-1-0 whip, taking on Cal Quantrill, righty for the Guardians. 12-5, 3-5-1 ERA, and a 1-2-2 whip. This will be the fifth and final game of a five-game set between these division rivals. It's been a great series so far, for the Guardians at least, who took the first three games and the Twins won yesterday's matchup. You know what I'll be on, but here are some cool stats about Cal Quantrill. This is from at CLE underscore stats. You can find them on Twitter as well as in the article where I posted these stats. Most starts without a loss by ballpark, 30. Cal Quantrill, progressive field, 2020 to 2022. This is all time. Whitey Ford at Griffith Stadium, 
at 20, 1950 to 1961. Vic Ratchi, R-I-S-C-H-I at 17 at Comiskey Park from 1947 to 1955. George Kieserling at Federal League Park in 1914, he won 15. And then Bob Welch at Candlestick Park, 1978-1987. So Cog Control has 10 more without a loss at Progressive Field. Cal Quantrill's last loss at home was on September 19th, or September 9th, 2019 as a Padre. Since then, 33 starts at home, second longest streak between home losses in MLB history, 205 innings pitched at home, fourth longest streak between home losses in Major League Baseball history, and the most career starts, 31 at one stadium progressive without a loss. Entering today's game, Cal Quantrill's career at Progressive Field is 12-0. In 40 games, he has 30 games started. He has a 286 ERA, 182 innings pitched, 132 strikeouts, 154 hits, and 47 walks. The Guardians will also have a manual Class A behind Cal Quantrill. This should have, they should have most of the arms available after only Eli Morgan and De Los Santos pitched yesterday. And Emmanuel Class A since April 24th. 59 innings, 5 earned runs to give him a 0.76 ERA. He's only given up 61 hits. And only 61 Ks, excuse me, 30 hits, 8 walks. If you want to argue that Cal Quantrill is due for regression by his advanced metrics, then you should say the same for Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's 2.83 ERA is fantastic, but his 3.53 X ERA sits in the 63rd percentile, and his 3.29 FIP and 3.65 XFIP isn't very shiny. He's been a solid pitcher all season long, but he hasn't had a ton of success against the Guardians. This will be Sonny Gray's fourth appearance against them in over 15 and a third's innings. He's allowed 15 hits and 5 earned runs to give him a 2.93 ERA. That's solid, but half those innings came in a seven-inning shutout performance. In the other two starts, he threw eight and a third innings and allowed those five earned runs. The Guardians are better at hitting during the day, and I think they'll do a number on Gray in his fourth start against them. The Twins are not a very good road team either, sitting with a 30-41 and 41 record. When they are underdogs on the road, they don't often come through as well, going 32-39 and 39 against the spread, which is third worst in baseball. The pick, Cleveland Guardians, Moneyline, minus 110, 1.1 units to win one unit. But if you've been listening to this podcast, you already knew that. Let's get into my player prop of the day, which is Austin Riley over one and a half bases. So he's going to face Corey Abbott today. And you want Austin Riley, preferably against lefties, and Abbott is, of course, a righty. But what Abbott is going to give you today is a fastball, a curveball, and a slider. When you look at Austin Riley, those are his three favorite pitches to hit. Following Corey Abbott will be one of the worst bullpens in baseball. I think Austin Riley could hit a home run today. His home run odds are very low, only plus 300. He is the number one boosted home run hitter on Ballpark Pal as well. I highly suggest you check out Ballpark Pal. They have a lot of great stats. And he's number one today. He will be my pick in the MLB. But let's get to what some of you are definitely waiting for, which is Monday night football. I'm going to start with Bills versus Titans. The Bills are minus 10 and the over under is 48, 47 and a half in some places. Um, Here's going to be my pick because this one isn't easy. Nothing's easy in sports, but I really do love this pick. Primetime under spots have been incredible so far going five and oh especially when you are a favorite of 10 or more similar to what the Packers were yesterday this Titans offense doesn't really impress me and now they'll be without Hilliard who produced two of their touchdowns last week they're going to try and run the ball with Henry who has not been efficient and the Bills have the best run defense in the league but what I will say is Mike Vrabel the head coach of the Tennessee Titans his run scheme has worked against the Bills in the past and he knows how to win this game 
He has to keep Josh Allen off the field as much as possible. The Bills, they're going to force the Titans to throw. And even without Tredavious White, who's the best corner for Buffalo, the pass defense against the Rams look fantastic, and they should have no trouble with the young receivers in this one. But Mike Vrabel has plenty of time to game plan for Josh Allen. And the Titans' best aspect is their defense. The Titans also won both games against the Bills last year, and they can limit Allen more than most teams. So what I'm seeing here is that I don't see the Titans really doing anything on offense against the Bills. I think the Bills showed a ton in Week 1, and this is not just a Week 1 overreaction to their defense. It's just been the best defense since last year, and it continues to be so. That's really the shining part of the Bills. I know they have Josh Allen, they have a great offense, but I'm more impressed with this Buffalo Bills defense. And the Titans, I do think that they're just going to run it down their throats. They're going to eat as much clock as possible, and I think this will be a low-scoring game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans cover this spread. I really wouldn't. Mike Vrabel has been one of the most profitable head coaches as an underdog, even straight up. I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, I'm very low on the Titans this year, so I can't back the Titans, but I also can't back the Bills in the spot, so I'm just going to go with the under. So let's go on to the second game, which is the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Philadelphia. The Eagles opened as short favorites, and the line has since moved to two and a half, and that's what I got the Philadelphia Eagles at. This is a matchup problem. This isn't really about fading the public, and even though the public is on the Vikings, but more money is on the Eagles. And it's it's not a ton more money, but you've seen that money made the Eagles line go up. So normally that means sharp groups are on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if people are on the Vikings as well. But this is just a matchup problem for the Vikings. They don't match up well. They'll try and force it to Justin Jefferson, who will have to deal with one of football's best secondaries, especially with C.J. Gardner-Johnson now added to the fold. And how you can beat the Vikings is to dominate the trenches. We saw with the Packers, they had a beat-up offensive line, and the defensive line was fine. But the Eagles have a better defensive line than the Packers and a much better offensive line. I think that the Eagles have a better defensive line and a better offensive line than the Vikings do. I think they can win both of these matchups and dominate time of possession. Big fan of the Eagles today. I do think that they will cover. I do think this game is going to be close. I don't I don't see a blowout coming from the Eagles. The Vikings are a very good team. But give me the Eagles, especially. I mean, I talked about it last year. It was really profitable for us. And people don't like when I say this. But Kirk Cousins in primetime, people. Kirk Cousins in primetime. Let's not forget. Monday Night Football. Let's see how he does. I think he's going to try and force it to Justin Jefferson. I think the Eagles are going to blanket him with multiple really talented guys in their secondary like Darius Slay knows this Vikings team he used to play for the Lions now he's with the Eagles he knows how to play these Vikings but at the same time this is where my props come into play because both of my props are in this game because this is how I view the game I think the Eagles are going to dominate time of possession I think Kirk Cousins is going to try and force it early to Justice and Jefferson and see that it's not working out so what I think he's going to change up is that he is going to target Adam Thielen a lot. Adam Thielen. I'm never really sure how to pronounce his name. It's either Adam Thielen or Adam Thielen. One of those. But he's going to get targeted a bunch. I'm on his over five and a half targets in this game. He only had four in week one. He only had three catches. And Justin Jefferson received all of the attention. The Vikings know 
that the Eagles are going to blanket Justin Jefferson. So I think they're going to involve the sure-handed Adam Thielen. I'm not sure if he's going to catch the ball. I'm, you know, I don't know. But I, what I do know is that I feel that they will target him a ton. But on the same side, I feel that the Eagles' defense on third and longs, on third and shorts, will be able to stop this Vikings team. So what I do like, and it's a little bit cheeky, but I do like it in this spot, is Greg Joseph over one and a half field goals. While the Eagles' defense should limit the Vikings, I don't think that they're going to shut them out by any means, but I think Greg Joseph may have a day kicking the ball. He he was great in week one. I feel like we're getting value on this again. And because I think the Eagles will have a lot of third down stops close to the goal line because the Vikings will be able to move the ball, I think Greg Joseph, Greg Joseph's foot is going to be our moneymaker today. So just a recap, I have Cleveland Guardians money line at minus 110. I have Austin Riley over one and a half bases. I have Greg Joseph over one and a half field goals. I have Adam Thielen or Thielen, whatever you want to say, over five and a half targets. And I have the Eagles minus two and a half. And I have the under 48 in Bills versus Titans. If you get it at 47 and a half, I would take that too. But 48 is the number I got it at. But remember, if you parlay Austin Riley, Greg Joseph, and Adam Thielen on prize picks, it is... Like, let's say you put 200 to win 1,000 or 20 to win 100 or any form of that. That's what you're going to get on books. It's not going to be as profitable. So make sure you use Coaches Gridiron or Coaches Baseball for a full deposit match. But we have to remember that it is not gambling advice. <laughs>